Hello, hello. This is Age Unchained with your host, Griselle Reyes. And I'm actually here today to talk about what I specialize in, right? Permanent makeup. I have had a lot of questions regarding the brows that I do, and I figured why not take the opportunity to really dig into some of the concerns and questions that I've had about the procedure on my very own podcast. So permanent makeup, or they also call it semi-permanent makeup, is not the same as a regular tattoo. Back in the day when people used to get their brows tattooed, it was a regular tattoo, essentially. It was deep in the dermis of the skin, which is the layer under the epidermis that does not shed. So that's kind of how I can simplify exactly what that is. And in that layer, it kind of the, because the skin doesn't shed, the ink stays. Also, regular tattoos also use a different type of pigment that has stronger minerals in there that allows it to stay put for longer. Of course, any type of pigment will over time change color. But when you have a regular tattoo, that tattoo, although it might change color, right? It might turn green, it might turn blue, get a little gray, whatever the case may be. But most likely that color will pretty much just stay there fully saturated. Semi-permanent makeup is done with a special type of pigment. They do have different kinds. So we have inorganic and organic pigments. And organic pigments are the ones that last a little bit longer. And they do fade cooler. Because there is, so the particle or the mineral, whatever, or molecule, sorry, that um, that pigment for organic pigments are much smaller so it's easily implanted so during a permanent makeup session you can get a better saturate saturation permanent um, makeup usually uses organic type pigments sometimes a hybrid of the sort because people want it to last a little longer that's where you get those that two to three years to really go and there's been some people that I've spoken to that have had it for even longer and then there's the um, inorganics which have a much larger molecule so the pigment usually doesn't spread and those pigments are usually used for more uh, mature skin, sensitive skin, or um, line strokes. So if you're doing like nano strokes or even like microblading, which is a form of semi-permanent uh, tattooing, that will help with the pigment not migrating over time uh, and becoming more of a blur. Although... Oftentimes you do find people that have had their brows microbladed and you do kind of eventually see that it does turn into what micro shading looks like, which is what people refer to it as an ombre brow. Okay, and that does heal more of a warm tone. So you'll see it as as time goes on and it fades, it'll be more of a red. So more of the warm tones. 
So those are as far as that. And because it's semi-permanent, it's in the epidermis as opposed to the dermis. And that's epidermis is the part of the skin that does shed. So just like anything, if it sheds, right, those pieces of skin or cells of your skin are slowly but surely coming off and the pigment fades. And a lot of people prefer the semi-permanent option because your face changes over time, right? As you age, your face might uh, wrinkle in certain spots. You might not want it there anymore. You might not like the color anymore. You might grow old of the shape or the trend of that time and you want to be able to make adjustments more easily with something that will fade after a few years. You may still have the pigment stay there where you may still need to get some kind of removal in years to come when you do decide if you want to change it or not. But that's really the difference between semi-permanent and permanent type makeup makeup or tattooing and as far as pain I get a lot of questions about pain and we all know that tattoos have some kind of pain but we also know that there are numbing creams and liquids to prevent the pain I have spoken to a lot of clients that have had microblading done and they say it's like the worst kind of pain. I mean, microblading essentially is what is implied in the word, right? So it's blading. Although it's a grouping of needles together, it is still formed as a blade and it's still slicing of the skin. So there is a lot of bleeding involved. And because of that, it does hurt, right? It's it's hitting that sweet spot is what they call it. When you do micro shading, which is uh, micro shadowing or powder brows or ombre brows, they call it nano strokes is also a form of uh, the same technique because it's done with a tattoo gun. So it's done with one needle, maybe two or three grouping of needles that um, is going up and down in the machine gun, putting little dots on your brow so it doesn't really cause as much trauma to the skin as microblading does it still inputs the ink and it actually does it in a way that it is actually more favorable to people who have oily skin because of how it's being implanted in the skin And so that's why some people who have more oily skin don't go the microblading route and they automatically do the ombre or powder brow um, way. Okay, so as the pain for micro shading is what which is what I do, the pain is very minimal. And what I always tell people is that you have to communicate with your artist about the pain. Okay, in the beginning, usually most artists, not all, there are some people that use a numbing cream in the very beginning. And the the numbing cream takes about like 20 to 30 minutes. They leave it on your skin. The skin is numb now. And then they do the lining in the first pass. And then they will then hit it with a secondary numbing um, solution. I don't do it that way. Usually I don't have anybody complain about the first pass. I do it completely 
without any numbing and I'll do the lining, do a first quick pass just to open up the skin and then put the secondary solution, which only works when the skin is open. And it after about two minutes, it's completely numb. And then I just tell my client, like, once you start to feel it where it's very uncomfortable, just communicate with me and I'll add more so that it can completely be numb again. So with constant communication, it really shouldn't be painful at all. I've actually had people sleep through the whole procedure. So pain is a very minimal. At the very least is at the end of the procedure, you might feel sore. So I say like it feels like a little bit like a bruise. Um, after, once it's healing, you might get itchy. But really the pain subsides after the end of the day. Actually, probably after a few hours. Uh, another concern is about shape. I've actually heard some horror stories about some people say that their artists didn't even have them see their brows. I don't do that. I will not tattoo a brow until you completely approve it. And the reason why I do that, although I am the professional and I am mapping it to what best fits your face, no face is 100% symmetrical. And because of that, the way you look at yourself in the mirror is very different than what I see in front. And I want you to be 100% comfortable that when you look in the mirror, you see that your brows are straight. You might have an overactive muscle and to you, one brow might be up more than the other and you do not want it that way. I allow you to make those decisions and then we make any adjustments necessary I will give you my input, but at the end of the day, you have the final say. It is your face. I don't want to put anything on anybody's face that they're not comfortable with. So mapping, yes, and your approval is a must. The other thing is about saturation. I've heard a lot of people tell me, oh, um, and not a lot of people, I'm exaggerating. I've had like two or three tell me that they knew somebody that didn't need a touch-up. The touch-up really is just a known thing in the profession that needs to be done. Because, first of all, it is not made to be a fully saturated tattoo the way a regular tattoo is made. It's supposed to look more natural. It's supposed to have the pixelated look. And we honestly don't know 100% how your skin is going to take the pigment. We do know that mature sensitive skin has a tendency to retain the pigment pretty well. So they're more at the 70% fading because when you do the first session, it's going to fade about 50 to 70% lighter. So people with sensitive mature skin are usually at the 70% range of holding that pigment. In. And if you're somebody that does not want it to be fully saturated and you want a more natural look and then I go extremely hard on you and then it comes out too dark, I can't go backwards. So it really is like the first session is really learning your skin. Also, certain spots might take the pigment better. You're just learning how to do the aftercare, of course. We tell you what it is, but things can happen Maybe 
you accidentally peeled it while you were sleeping. It took off a chunk of pigment. There's things that you're going to need the second touch-up for. Also, some people just have a more difficult time holding the pigment for whatever reason. And that allows us to then hit it harder the second time. And for me, I'm always on the side of caution because, like I said, I can't go backwards. So I give a saturation guarantee. So if after the second, after the first touch up, it's not at the saturation that we're happy with, I will do a third touch up or a second touch up. I want it to be where it needs to be and I don't want to traumatize the skin too much and I want to make sure that it, it is what we want. Generally speaking, brows like this look the best when there is hair there, right? Because it's supposed to look like you shadowed your brows underneath the hair and it gives it more definition. Now, if you have absolutely no hair, then there's more work to be done as far as fully saturating. And you kind of get away from the whole pixelated look because you are technically like we really have to saturate it to the point where you might not even see pixels because the tail, you're going to want it to be really dark if your tail is non-existent, right? Most people do have hair in the front, but if not, then there is some working towards building it so that that way we're not overdoing it, but you still get that natural look that you're looking for. And um, as far as aftercare goes, one of the main things with aftercare is really not picking it, letting it kind of do its thing and avoiding any secretion of the skin. So if you're like a heavy sweater um, that's not good because anything that's going to push the pigment out, you don't want to over moisturize it because that might get it too soft to a point where the, where the pigment might push out. Um, the sun eats at the pigment. So you really want like a good 30 days of complete protection of the brows until it kind of goes through its full phase. It does go through different phases where it, peels it sheds it kind of disappears it goes into a ghost phase it reappears about 50 70 percent lighter than where you came out of the um the session and that's where some people get confused because they see the fresh a lot of people put the fresh picture and i do do that too but there's also what the healed looks like and the healed really is more of a, like a shadow effect and um, as far as post, you know, any caffeine is not good. Anything that's a blood thinner is not good to uh, have before your session because blood thinner will, anything that has like blood thinner effects will cause you to bleed more and the bleeding will push out the pigment. So no Advils, aspirins, caffeine, alcohol, vitamin E, they say fish oil, omega-3s. Those things tend to uh, cause your blood to thin. Of, of course, blood thinner medication, but of course, it's not advised to stop anything that a doctor prescribes to you. So in that case, you would have to get medical clearance just to make sure that everything is good. And I think I answered all the main questions. 
well, let me know. If you do have any questions, you can always Instagram me, DM me, at Cristal Reyes Beauty, or send me a text message, okay? I hope those answered your questions. Keep following. Pass it along if you have any anybody else who's interested in, in this topic. Okay, bye now.